Hey, this is Susan Blanton with the Create Happy Now podcast, and welcome back to the Intuitive Masters of Happiness series. This is the 15th episode of 20. We have five more after today. We have been exploring what your intuition is, how to connect with yours, and all the magic that happens when you strengthen your intuition. So make sure you stay tuned every Wednesday as we feature one guest interview from the Intuitive Masters of Happiness Conference held back in February of 2023. We had such an awesome turnout that we wanted to make it all available for everyone to make all 20 interviews available to you in an audio version on the Create Happy Now podcast and YouTube channel. Now, if you want to watch the interviews rather than just listen to the audio version, you can download all 20 interviews today to have in your own library for $27.95, which is $20 off the VIP access package that was offered in February. You can go to my website, createhappynow.com and go to the events tab to get your download today. Now, before I get to my next guest, for those of you who struggle with quieting your mind and want to be able to do it in an easier, more creative way and learn how to start your journey to happiness, abundance, peace, and purpose, and say yes to life every day, I want to remind you that I have a new meditation app coming out at the end of this summer that is designed to do just that. I also have a new meditation YouTube channel. Both are called Create Happy Meditations. If you would like to be on the waiting list for the app, go to my website and click on the meditation app tab and sign up today. Last week, Michelle Mirpour and I discussed how to declutter your life from the inside out and how to get out from being stuck by using your intuition. My next guest is Brian Baird. Brian serves through the effective way and million dollar feeling as a leader guide, corporate and business coach, speaker, author, media host, social justice and environmental advocate, wellness advocate, and his favorite role, father. Here is the director's cut getting you down to his juicy wisdom about why developing your own value pillars to live your life by helps your communication with your intuition. Wow, you got a lot of roles going on there, Brian. All loving roles. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I want to welcome welcome you today um, to be a featured expert here, and I'm excited to talk about um, your theme, um, the the themes that people have in their life, and and how to develop one, and why it's really imperative to to kind of develop one and and have one in place. Can you uh, share with us a little <clears throat> bit more about that? Sure. Just so you know. The million dollar feeling for those who get confused by the intro is a subsidiary of the effective way. <clears throat> so, um, um, one of the things, you know, we were actually um, probably just off of a whole bunch of people having made and then maybe already set aside their New Year's resolutions by now. And one of the reasons why that happens is because um, we it's kind of an artificial construct to go ahead and and sort of say, here's my New Year's resolution, and then suddenly you think you're going to change your entire life forever based on some arbitrary date, some arbitrary, you know, maybe something that's important to you, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get to the finish line. In fact, I don't know, something like 85% of all New Year's resolutions are pretty much toast by the end of the first month. Right. So, so, um, 
So one of the things that I would offer people is, is not just as a New Year's resolution, but to sort of get that progress in your journey that you want. And it doesn't matter what your uh, desires are or what your goals are per se, because if we don't operate with a certain posture in our journey, then those goals will be you know, tossed around on the ocean, so to speak, based on whatever the circumstances are. So what I what I like to encourage people to do is to actually live by a theme. And then everything else will fall in place according to that theme. And it has to be a theme that resonates with them. It's something that really means something for them and so on. And I was just, you and I talked offline a while back about a friend of mine who had many years ago, about, a, about 10 years ago, came to me and said, I'm going to live my life like I'm being followed around by a film crew. And uh, you know, I even I remember at the time how much like, whoa, that seems like an awesome load, like so much pressure, uh, almost like pressure in prison like thing. You know, he goes, no, not particularly. Um, um, what I'm looking to do is make sure that I'm always doing the right thing, even when nobody's watching. Yeah. So that was really powerful. And, and knowing about his journey has turned out to be is that by living that way, he has attracted so much more talent and quality relationships and a host of other things in his journey that were not always available to him before. Um, so it was a it was kind of an eye opener for me at the time, <clears throat> based on uh, some of the other uh, directions I had been going, that maybe thematically living is a very important aspect to who we are. And one of the reasons why that's um, important too is because people such uh, suffer from situational morals or situational ethics or mm. situational values, whatever the case may be, because I may not lie today, but oh, I might get in trouble. I better lie now. You know, it depends on what you're doing. So in his particular case, lying was no longer an option because it would all be on record. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're going to so, be found out. So, so his core values became present by the theme he adopted. Um, and he was able to determine whether or not his core values were fluid or they were fixed or more firm. So the other way I look at this thing is this, what if there's something you want to accomplish? Let's just say I'm, <clears throat> I want, I'm, a, I'm married. My spouse has even maybe already told me I'm no longer attractive. You know, that's stuff that happens in the bedroom or in other aspects of the relationship. And, um, and I just, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to be like that anymore. I don't want to feel that feeling anymore. So one of the things you can do is say, okay, I'm going to set a goal for weight loss or I'm going to do whatever the case may be. But we all know New Year's with resolutions don't work. So what if I thematically said, I am a fit person? Not going to be. I am a fit person. And everything I do is going to support my fitness. And then you end up deciding what is going to fit that framing for you and what doesn't fit. Um, so that's, that's where I look at the idea of people setting goals should be based on the theme they live by, not setting the goal and trying to figure out how to stick to the goal. Develop right. the theme that you can live with. Develop the posture of who you think you are in your best framing and just be that person. Right. Um, it's sustainable. Right. It's extremely sustainable. Plus, it gives yeah. you clarity on all those things. Suddenly, your goals become more clear, or you even, if you didn't even have goals, goals start to fall into place. 
because you start to live by this posture or theme for who you are, not who you want to be, who you are. Just say to myself, we've all heard manifestation is is like just saying what you want to the universe and getting it. And I'm saying, that's nah, a little bit more than that. It's saying, it it, and it can't be very similar, but it's saying my posture and my theme and my manifestation are linked. And I am now that manifestation, not going to be, I am now that manifestation. So if you want to be a kind person, that's it. That's your theme. Right. If you want to be a person with more quality relationships, that's your theme. Everything will start to fall into place. That's so, so powerful. It's so powerful. And, you know, it, it could be things that you do want to become more like, um, you've noticed it in yourself, but you know, once you start focusing and going, you know, I really want to adopt being, um, more compassionate. I am a compassionate, then just say, okay, I'm a compassionate person. And so then you're going to start seeking things that, um, where, where you can show compassion and, and, and then you're going to, it's going to open up more things going both ways. You know, you're going to be receiving compassion. You're going to be giving compassion. It's just going to be, that's going to be a huge pillar in your life. And you don't have to have just one, right? No, I, I would recommend not piling them all on at once, but yeah, you can have multiple themes. You know, so some of my core work is about helping people or this fragile, good, highly reactive energy and helping them become aware and more responsive, um, <clears throat> taking more ownership in their journey. It's very challenging for somebody who's used to drama and and upheaval and constant just just automatic reaction to something, visceral reaction to things to sort of shift into that place. And what if they just said, I am an aware person? What if they just adopted this this framework for their journey? I am now an aware person. And it suddenly helps them see their reactivity, helps them see that they have been constantly connecting themselves to drama and start to figure out ways to pull themselves out of that or release themselves from that so that they can go into that place of being aware where our growth and our journey work really begins. Yeah. And it also helps establish boundaries mm -hmm. Absolutely. as well. Um, because if someone's trying to tip you off of this, this theme, you're going to go, I, I'm sorry, that, that doesn't align with me. So I, I'm, I'm not going to be able to take part of whatever it was that was going to compromise your, your theme. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So how does, how could someone, how would this strengthen your ability to follow your intuition and recognize synchronicity in their life that, that well, more flow. That's a know. loaded question. And somewhere I got it like this is that we all know the phrase people should trust their gut. Yeah. I come, I actually quasi disagree with that statement. And I say quasi meaning there are aspects of it that are hundred percent true. You trust your gut. Mm -hmm. That depends on what is in your gut. If I'm living a reactive, fear-based, drama-induced life, my gut is not going to be very good at telling me stuff. And it might be that that's your fear in your mind. Exactly what it is. It's fear that's now I'm calling my gut. And I'm, I'm gut-checking everything with fear as opposed to gut-checking things with love and respect and honor and all these other constants on the loving side of the equation. 
So, um, so when you're living in a inside of a theme, you start to realize that some of the fear-based stuff, whether it's in your head or other aspects, which it's almost always in our head, right? But it's like fear can arise in other things. Yeah. If we are learning how to navigate our journey in our theme so that we can adhere to that theme in a healthy way, we start to realize we can release those fear-based things and start um, embracing those things that are love-based. And, <clears throat> you know, the... Um, in some sense, I'd like to even talk about the fact that the uh, the fear thing, as we've discussed, where you noted, was kind of commonly in our head. And then there's a lot of truth in the fact that fear is not a um, an, uh, an emotion that we normally carry around with us in our gut. Uh, it's just that's where we think we're getting it from because the brain and the gut are very, very connected. But when we are, the journey of our lifetime, as the Dalai Lama has said, was going from your head to your heart. And that's even showing up in various religious uh, script, uh, um, scripts that are scriptures that are out there as well that from your head to your heart is a very important aspect of the journey so we don't ever get 100% to the heart we don't always don't want to stay 100% in the head we need to find this harmony between these things that take place because fear has its place if somebody points a gun at you it doesn't mean stand there and go I love you it means <laughs> do something. Right. so <clears throat> so um, yeah fear has its place uh, what we don't want to do is we don't want to be living in the prison of fear. And right. by having a theme, it gives us the best options for having a life that's not a prison of fear, a life that's actually a thriving, loving experience. Right. And there's so many different themes out there that you can explore um, to find what resonates with you. You know, what's your true authentic self? What What feels like that's the path? And, and you can pivot and you can adopt more and more. Um, but, you know, like say, say someone, their theme is adventure, right? Mm -hmm. So they want to be a digital nomad and just, you know, just go around the world and um, be free and just live from place to place. And, um, you know, maybe they're a, a vlogger. And, and so then opportunities are going to arise that, that take them to the next place and the next place and, and they meet interesting people. I mean, it then, then that adventure continues to expand, right? Um, right. Or maybe it's um, philanthropy that that's, maybe they have the ability to do that. And so then they um, meet more and more people and, and help and help raise money for, you know, different organizations and nonprofits. And, um, you know, maybe they might have speaking engagements about it. I mean, it just, then they, they end up getting in that world and, and their life is around that. Um, but if you're just like, well, it'd be nice if I did that, but you're, you're not going to end up doing it unless that's one of your themes. Well, the that's your pillar. That's your, yeah. I guess awesome. if you wanted the couch potato theme, that's what you'll experience. But this, <laughs> The, uh, the, um, and there may be call for when you're doing, maybe you're in a healing place. There may be a theme of quiet solitude that may carry you for a while, but I, I, I don't think any theme should be, um, the only theme. And I don't think any theme should necessarily be a lifetime theme because that may feel very constricting all by itself. So I think it's a fair enough. You can experiment with different themes as you've gotten 
maybe more enmeshed and more in, 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 ingrained in a theme that you've been living by that maybe you can now let go of the theme because it's now already part of you. Yeah. Grab onto a new theme or develop or, um, a new theme that serves and supports you and your journey and allows you to grow into that until you maybe say, I want another theme. And then eventually you'll start adding multiple themes um, that will end up serving you in extraordinary ways. Right. And I think it's good to take inventory maybe ever so often, maybe every year, not mm -hmm. necessarily to make a new resolution, but maybe to drop things that are no longer working for you. For sure. Well, that all happened with themes anyway. When you're working on a theme, you're going to start to go, that doesn't fit the theme. Right. I have to let go of that. I have to let it go. Um, there may be some things that will show up that are fear-based, like letting go of things can be a very uncomfortable and sometimes have a fear attached to it, if not always. And, um, but ha and having a theme that you're now, you're dedicating yourself, your journey to, um, allows you to go, well, that doesn't serve me anymore. I have to let it go. So, you know, and the other thing is you had said something before about when you have a theme, then the opportunities become more clear that pass through your journey, as opposed to just being on a couch. If you're sitting on the, if you're a couch potato watching TV, you're going to miss all the opportunities that go by, not just because you're sitting on the couch, because you just don't recognize them. Somebody could knock on that door and say, I've got something for you. And you're going to go, no, I'm watching this TV show. Right. So what happens is when you have, when maybe the TV show is your theme. So when you're, when, when you're living by your theme, um, there's a scientific thing called reticular activation. Many people already know this term, but it, in, in materially what that means is that the theme now puts pictures or visions in our head and we start to live according to the, that search, the reticular activation. And when something latches onto our theme or the vision that's attached to the theme, we will start to go, oh, that's something I need to look at because it might be tied to enhancing my theme, making my theme more rich, more colorful, more, more, more thriving oriented, more loving oriented. Exactly. Exactly. I, I, um, I have been there where I was just, I could go in two different directions. I could play victim and, um, be a burden mm -hmm. and have, you know, get to the point where I'm going to have to be taken care of, or I could decide I want to create the best version of myself. And I did the latter and that's always going to be a work in progress, but it really definitely opened up opportunities for me, um, left and right. Um, had I gone the other direction, um, I, it would painted a very much more bleak picture, but it was all of me making that choice of what my theme was going to be. And, and, and I'm so grateful that I made the right choice because it's, it's definitely, um, been a lot more rewarding for sure. Um, just in, in places I've been, people I've met, um, feeling better, healing things that have, that have helped me on my journey, um, finding different ways to, to eat and, and live by and attitudes. And so it's, it's your, your method, what you're talking about really is definitely, um, an awesome method, you know, idea. 
So I um, would like to offer, like, for example, the theme I live by, one of the themes, the core theme, if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. I live by is, is that I am um, poised to positively touch the lives of countless people, that I am this influencer of people's journeys in a positive way, um, not a, a helper or, a, a, you know, maybe a guide is a better word. My my posture, my theme is to um, positively touch the lives of everybody I reach and help them reach other people positively as well. And I, when I say countless, uh, you know, I have all kinds of attached things that go to that that are now part of my vision and mission that goes with it. But just by virtue of saying, I am this positive influencer, I am, not going to be, I am, um, not that I wasn't already in some ways poised to do that, but it created the clarity of what my, what my daily work should be like. Because how easy it is to say, I don't feel like doing that today. Now, sometimes a mental health day is important. And you could say that supports my theme. Yeah, right. But what happens to it's just like, I'm a little tired and I don't feel like doing that today. But that, that statement may not fit my theme. And then if anybody wants to know why a theme is so important is I believe that our happiness, our joy is connected to our freedom, which is connected to our growth. And in order to grow, you have to have something that stretches you. And the theme is the perfect stretching tool. Oh, absolutely. That's just so profound. It, It really is. And I think more and more people are trying to seek clarity and and what their purpose is. Why are we here? What am I doing here? Instead of just being reactionary to life and actually creating their life and, and just kind of figuring out, well, what do you enjoy? What do you love? What, what emotions do you want to have? And through what actions on your part will get you there? And, um, you know, what, what do you enjoy receiving Um, it's just basically getting to know yourself on a more intimate, uh, basis, right? Well, think about the thing is, is how many people have you met in your coaching work where people have the the dreams have been squashed out of them? Just the patterns keep coming to them. They're just overwhelmed and worn out, burnout, whatever the case may be. And they just no longer have, and they, even if you ask them, what do you dream of? And they go, nothing. How many people go through that? Why is that, you know, why is it that when we ask something that seems so, because we have already been doing the journey work, we seem like, yeah, I know exactly what I want. I know very much what I want, or I'm very much able to identify some of the things I want. Some people can't see any of that or aren't very, very low. Like part of it is they don't even think they deserve it. So why even mention a dream? if you don't think you deserve it. So one of the beautiful things about a theme is it starts to, um, it gives you, it puts you in the middle of a framework that allows you to start exploring something other than a, a prison or a stuckness or the very things you were just talking about. So um, I can't, you know, being in a theme isn't gonna get you completely to any finish line. It's just a great way to begin the journey on anything that's, and if all I want to do is not be unhappy, 
you need a theme. If I want to be happy, you need a theme. If I want to be, you know, lose weight, get yourself a theme. If I want to have better quality relationships, have a theme. Don't worry about the goal of having better relationships. Get a theme that will make you feel uh, the, the person that you should be, that you want to be. One theme that I adopted um, many years ago after my divorce was um, to find what's going right rather than what's going wrong. And I mean, I, I'll still catch myself complaining about something, but I noticed that the more I complain about it, the more I get more of that to complain about. But the more I seek things that are going right, then I start seeing more and more things that are going right. Right. Um, so that um, is definitely an easy thing to adopt. I mean, you, you have to catch yourself, but... Um, you know, it, it, it just makes things a little bit easier, no matter what other themes you adopt, because then you're going to be going more towards a positive attitude towards things than focusing on the negative or victimhood or how oh, this is such a bad day. Well, stop thinking about how bad the day is. What, what's going right? I mean, I, I was at a, at a point in my life where there was lots of things going wrong. And I just said, you know, I have to start thinking about, okay, what's going right? Well, I had a roof above my head. I had food to eat. I had my children that I could love on. Um, I had family that would support me if needed. Um, and I just went from there. You know, I, I happened to have a job, even though I was financially struggling at the time. I did have a job. I had a college education. I mean, I just started going, oh, I I actually have a lot of things that are going for me. Um, but sometimes you just have to go, I I've got, I've got air to breathe. I've got, you know, um, I, I live in a safe environment, um, or whatever you want to, to find and just let that grow. And then once you make that habit, it just, you know, you're creating a habit and, and things get to go a little bit easier and you're going to find more and more things that are going right for you rather than just having to find them, they start happening. Mm -hmm. so, so what you're telling me is, is that your, one of your initial themes was to grab on to, I am positive. Yeah. And, and it sounds like you eventually added, I am grateful. Yes. Think absolutely. about these are, and these are good foundational themes. So I'd like to, you know, the other thing is, is we maybe shouldn't grab on to the top end of our aspirations as a theme until we are, maybe grounded in some basic themes like um, I am path, I'm empathetic, I am kind, I'm compassionate, I am loving, I am positive, I am grateful, I am forgiving, I am, there's a host of other things that we can to incorporate as themes in our journey. Um, and one of the things I like to do is think about the, I, starting with, I just mentioned it before, is starting with I am aware, because then you get to figure out what the other themes are as they develop. So, and it could be, I'm aware first, then I am forgiving, then I am grateful, then I am positive. And I'm, those could be natural progressions and themes. And you don't necessarily have to throw out the, I am aware. You just let that be the, the, the bottom rung on the ladder and just keep on adding themes as you're going through the course of your journey. Um, so they all support each other. 
Um, so anyway, those are just simple things to start with. And, and in, most important is even coaches need coaches. So, you know, everybody should grab onto somebody who will help them um, maybe even tighten up their understanding of their theme, help them. I don't want to use the word accountable, but help them figure out what happens when thematically they miss the day. Uh, I, as much as I consider myself a positive, patient, loving, compassionate, empathetic person, and empathy is probably one of the things I work on more regularly than most. I still sometimes am in traffic and feel like, ah, you know, like, you know, <laughs> you know, that then you just sit back and go, nope, I'm a patient person or nope, I am compassionate. I don't know that person's story or whatever the case may be. Uh, that, you know, we're human beings. And part of this whole thing is learning. I always started out um, saying, um, like the first time that someone let me in traffic, I just started saying, oh, everybody always lets me in traffic, you know, right. you know, and I, every time someone would let me in, oh, everybody always lets me in. And now that always happens. And I hardly ever get cut off or mm -hmm. someone doesn't let me in. Um, and so when you just start noticing things accentuate them how you know if something goes your way once go that always happens and right. um you know there's some other things that themes that i adopted so every time i go to um you know drive through i'm always really hi how are you to the person who's taking my order um or i go to the grocery and you know i'm i'm checking out like hi how are you you know, they're, they're human. They're, I mean, how many people go through their line just don't care? Right. Um, and well, I, I think that's like, I am relationships mm -hmm. and you can't build a relationship with somebody. You just treat as a robot. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, treat people like you would like to be treated. If you were sitting there going, you know, working as a clerk and someone comes through your line, wouldn't you like it if they lit you up and said, Hey, how are you doing today? Right. Right. Yep. So, so you know, just try on a could, few things do this, and see how they you feel. You could do this all day long. I know. I know. But find a theme that works for you and then yes. build on. Them. Absolutely. So Brian, tell us what you've got going on. How can they get in touch with you? I think it's easiest if people just go to milliondollarfeeling.com and we, and we get, um, uh, just find a bit more about how I serve. There may be, uh, I do shows and podcasts that may be perfectly good places for people to learn. Um, there's no cost to do, doing that. Um, and if they want to have an advanced conversation, they can just schedule a chat with me and, uh, and we figure out what I can do to support them on their journey. Um, and uh, just bear in mind, since my goal is to make everybody's, you know, literally billions of people's lives better, um, whatever I can do to serve somebody who can serve others is fantastic. That is awesome. Well, thank you so much, Brian, for joining in today and this incredible insight um, to develop a theme for your life um, or multiple themes um, to just adopt and, and see how they really can improve your life in so many different ways. And I really appreciate you sharing that to us. So thank you again. It's my pleasure. Love to see how everybody else is speaking today and see what they're offering in terms
terms of advice and knowledge. And I'm looking forward to um, coming away with some valuable takeaways. Awesome. Thank you so much. Bye now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Create Happy Now podcast. Please be sure to subscribe. And if you are watching on YouTube, hit that notification bell. If you have a topic to suggest, please leave a comment below. Catch the Create Happy Now podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Audible, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, and Podchaser. Check out other YouTube videos on the Create Happy Now YouTube channel. And if you want more, check down below for resources, courses, and events, or go to www.createhappynow.com.